0: welcome to the cbd ed show with edward cheney the founder and ceo of canafil a manufacturer of cbd infused products for human and pet consumption in this program we will discuss the uses of cbd and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment now here is your host ed cheney
1: Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, along here with the beautiful Kimberly Rose.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank if you. If
1: you were part of our live stream, you'd probably get why I say that every time we start.
2: Ah, oh, that's very nice. Thank you.
1: She's not blushing yet. I'll have to go a little further.
2: <laughs> no, no further.
1: All right. I also want to spotlight our listeners. I think it's a good trend to start doing that now. Every once in a while, we're going to call out a shout-out to... Our listeners, today we're going to start with Steve, owner of Seaside Automotive in Anacortes, Washington. We want to thank you for listening. Hi, Steve. He has been operating that business for 25 years, and I think he's a mainstay out there. So again, thanks for listening. Yes. Let's go with today's topic. We decided that we were going to answer our listeners' questions, and we got some great questions and my guess is the type of questions we got are going to be on most people's minds
2: well yeah i mean they are common questions which is wonderful i got a there is a couple in there where i i went oh oh you know what i'm gonna have to actually like look into that yeah yeah right yeah
1: and you know a bunch of these questions we did we had to go out and dig clinical um Interesting enough. A lot of the stuff we had already had. And by the way, if we talk about a clinical study and this happens to be a question you wanted to have answered uh, or, the, you know, the question was in your brain, feel free to reach out to us and we will forward you or give you access to the studies that we used uh, to, you know, validate, you know, where clinical is at in these, some of these answers. So,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: So don't forget that. You can do that info or uh, just Ed at the CBD Ed Show. Ed at the CBD at Joe. Yes. Or any of our social media platforms are fine too. All righty, let's jump right on in. (coughs) After that. Anyway, so (laughs) the first question we are going to, and we're going to go in the order that we receive. So there is no specific reason for any of these, uh, the order of these questions. So don't try to figure out why. Yeah. Uh, The question here is, does... If you're taking CBD, does it show up on a drug test?
2: Yeah, that's now, probably a very, that. well, yeah, I know it's a very common question. It
1: is a very common question. Yeah. Now, it just so happens that on our last episode, and in that episode, the title was, how much CBD should I take? Yep. In that episode, we went a little further than we're gonna go today on the answer to that question. So if you do wanna go back to that episode, Uh, and look into it more you can. But just let me give you a a quick answer to this question. Mm -hmm. And this is based on a study that we're doing. uh, And it is the pharmacokinetics of cannabis. And it's all about the concentration of the metabolite uh, that is produced by THC after it's metabolized. Mm -hmm. And it's that that they read in the urine. And they can also do it... Uh, through blood, but most, most drug tests are done uh, using a urinalysis. And the base level is, and keep this number in mind, is 50 nanograms of THC metabolite per milliliter of urine. Mm-hmm. That's their baseline. You right. get below that, your test comes back non-detected. If it, gets above, if it gets at or above it, then you go in for scru- further scrutiny.
2: Okay, so there isn't two different types of tests—one that has that little threshold at the bottom, or one that's just is it there or not there? No, that this just- is
1: this is a baseline set by the Department of Transportation. Okay, now okay. they okay. follow the guidelines by the the standard. There's a there's a, a a governmental agency that sets those standards. Department of Transportation follows those. So do a lot others. But that's not suggesting that there's not some third-party business, some commerce yeah. that is also offering drug testing and may or may not abide by that minimum standard, right. uh, that baseline.
2: Okay. But the today, Arizona and, Department of Transportation, yeah. they're probably the most worried. Scrutinized, yeah. yeah.
1: And so trust me, today's, in today's world, uh, employers are at is just as much of a risk of testing you. And, and handing out uh, handing out disciplinary things because if you can demonstrate that you are taking a legal CBD product, they're in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not going to push on this line too far Is where I'm going. Gotcha. Anyway, let's go ahead and do this. So, <clears throat> there was this need for us to do this study. We are not done with it yet, so I'm just going to tell you what some of our initial findings are so you get an idea where we're going with it. We What we did is we reviewed... Uh, a clinical study uh, uh, done by the, done by the National Institute of Health. Yeah. And they published this study and it's, you know, it, it, it is, I'm looking at it right now. It is over 62 pages. And their whole thing was about human cannabinoid pharmacokinetics, which is the absorption or the metabolizing of cannabis in the human body anyway here's the here's the here's the two th- the things i want to show you is if you smoked a joint a full joint of marijuana
2: today's marijuana
1: not today's let's go over the last 10 years an okay. average of 16 milligrams of thc in that marijuana plant okay okay today that number can easily go up to 30 and 40. right anyway though in today uh right, so, so the, the j- marijuana joint 16 milligrams You can get through it, you're going to be couch bound. Anyway, that THC cigarette was, on average, able to produce 84 nanograms of of THC metabolite in one milliliter of urine, thereby you would test positive. That maxed out at 7 days and if you were chronic it could go all the way out to 11 days. Uh, Either way. So there you go. There's your number. That's the one side of the table. If you were to do a CBD product, and it really doesn't matter. talking about anything else here but a full spectrum. Full spectrum meaning it came from the hemp, and it does have THC, but the THC was required by law to be under 0.3%. Right. Good. So if you were to use that product, and we we know that that product has 17 milligrams of CBD per milliliter.
2: In the dropper, right? In the dropper,
1: and it also has 0.5 milligrams of THC in that same dropper. Okay. And the results of that product on a analysis is, are you ready? (laughs) 2.6 nanograms (laughs) per milliliter. Baseline set at 50. The highest that could get was 2.6. Say it again, baseline was 50 nanograms the highest it could get was two point six nanograms. No, it will not show up on a test result with those date with that data. Right. Some of the influences I thought I'd share with you: um, THC, chronic use of THC uh, allows it to settle in the fat and thereby stays longer. Um, but again, that process, that chronic process does not seem to start until you get up to 5% THC. Thereby, the the results of this clinical study suggest that uh, under 0.3% THC, which is uh, hemp, could never get to a chronic state.
2: Okay, so even if you're THC taking it, there. you're taking it for months, day, and months and months and
1: months. Right, you can't get to a chronic state because that level seems to, to start at 5%, and hemp is only 0.3%. Right. All right. Then okay. also, they also concluded that the use of CBD helps to metabolize or reduce the reduc- reduce the reduction of the metabolite created by THC. I'll say that again: the use of CBD helps reduce the metabolite created by THC, thereby reducing that number. And then finally, time. So time has an influence. Uh, you know, the longer you go out, the further, the less it gets. Okay. Sure. All sure. right. There's my answer. That is okay. So, that question.
2: so yeah, it does it show up on a drug test? No, correct. No CBD product. I am a I, true CBD product under uh, the threshold that's, with all those
1: that was produced by the farmer, uh huh, under compliance of the 2018 farm bill of being under 0.3 percent. Okay, now. <clears throat> The reason we aren't going any further than, than what I just stated about the 500 is because there are some pretty high dosage uh, products that are out there. Right. And we have not taken the extremes to find out where the limits are. So we talked about a 17 milligram, but why don't you go all the way up to 133 milligram? We have not processed that data yet. Stay tuned and we'll get it to you. Yeah. Okay. But fairly safe on the low end. The data shows it. Okay. Now we're going to keep going. Will CBD make other medicines not
2: work? So if you're on a prescription and you want to start CBD, what's...
1: Thank you very much for that question. And what we are talking about here is the enzyme CYP450. This enzyme is responsible for metabolizing various compounds that enter our body. Pharmaceuticals fit. In there. So pharmaceutical goes into your body, and this enzyme, CYP450, helps to metabolize it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, those the, the drug people, when they created the drug, knew exactly what that rate was going to be, given that the CYP450 enzyme was present in the body. They knew exactly how much of that medicine you were going to get when that enzyme was done with it. Right. Ha, here's what they know. Both THC and CBD affect the production of that CYP450 enzyme. That means if less of that enzyme is produced, more of that drug or less of that drug could end up in your system. Right. The pharmaceutical drug that you were taking. Okay. Okay, I'll read a little bit. Uh, An expert opinion, by the way, uh, and this was from a study. Uh, THC and CBD are substrates and inhibitors of the cytochrome P450 enzymatic pathways (laughs) relevant to the biotransmation of commonly prescribed prescribed psychotropic agents like Zoloft and Prozac. The high-frequency increase of use of cannabis invites the need for healthcare providers to familiarize themselves with potential DDLs, which are instructions from a pharmaceutical manufacturer of that product, Uh and persons receiving select psychotropic agents, such as the one Zoloft and Prozac, and additionally consuming medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. So they're mostly going to the THC for this one, but they're suggesting that doctors interact with their patients now Mm -hmm. and look at the DDLs coming from the pharmacist or from the pharmaceutical to make sure that there's not an additional needed conversation to have with the patient they prescribe this to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're, again, they're suggesting it because of the high amounts of uh, legal, uh, legal it, uh, the state of, you know, marijuana become recreational, right. being used a lot more.
2: Being used a lot more and...
1: And then the second set, the second set, so I can get off this question, because if not, again, I told you, we could be here for like hours. Yeah. The second is if you're pharmaceutical, that little prescription bottle you have, if it has a grapefruit warning, grapefruit does the exact same thing as CBD. It adjusts or alters the production of that CYP450 enzyme. Okay? okay. So grapefruit warning or common psychotropic drugs like, you know, prescribed psychotropic drugs like uh, Zoloft and Prozac. So if you're using a drug for anxiety, go ahead and talk with your physician about it. Okay. Good. All righty. Let's keep going down this wonderful list. How will I know it's working? All right. Here's the thing about CBD and I'll give you a minute on this too. So I'll take a quick minute and you go quick minute. It's your ECS system, it's designed, CBD is designed to make it work effectively.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not a patch, it is not a sedative, it's not a painkiller. It simply interacts with your body so the effects are very quick in most cases. Right. When I say quick, if I apply a topical on my skin, my pain can go away or my inflammation can go away inside of three minutes. Uh huh. Okay, you next.
2: Uh, Yeah. I always tell my customers, this isn't going to knock you over the head. It's not, you know, it's not a a prescription drug. You're not going to go, oh. Right um but if you are anxious it is going to help with your anxiety it's going to go in your body and it's going to calm down all of those things that are going off in your body and you know it could be a number of things anxiety inflammation it just calms all of that down and brings it down to a place where your body can be in homeostasis and it's not constantly fighting with every other thing in your body um you probably won't notice a lot unless you're in a lot of pain and you're like oh my gosh that thank goodness i feel so much better or you're very anxious and you need that calmness to uh bring that down a lot of my customers say i didn't think it was working until i stopped taking it so yeah it's it's going in there it's doing what it needs to do it's reducing your inflammation and getting your body into homeostasis which is something you're like, what the heck is that? You're just gonna feel, your body is not trying to put out a million fires. It's actually going in there and calming those fires for you. I think that's how I can explain it, right? I mean, you're not gonna feel, you will feel if you have pain, you will feel the difference.
1: All right, I'm gonna speed her up off of this because again, we gotta get through all these questions. All right, my next question, is it safe? Alright, I pulled a uh, page from the 30 page summary with uh, the World Health Organization 2018. This statement, this came from the Expert Committee on Drug Dependency. Cannabidiol, CBD is one of the naturally occurring cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. CBD is generally well tolerated with a good safety profile reported adverse effects may be as a result of drug interaction between cbd and patients existing medications Mm -hmm. to date there is no evidence of recreational use of cbd or any public health related problems associated with the use of cbd yes okay there's the answer to that question oh my goodness yeah here we go should Now, the next one, oh, my goodness, not not this one coming up. Should I tell my doctor I'm taking CBD?
2: Definitely, yes, 100%. Because? Because you just don't know if you, especially if you are on a lot of prescription medications, you should definitely talk to your doctor. I just had a customer come in that he just finished chemo. He's on a lot of prescriptions right now to try and... Anyway, yes, always talk to your doctor about Uh, taking CBD, just so that they know, be comfortable. It's not a bad thing. It's not a secret. It's not, oh my gosh, what's my doctor going to say to me? Just say, hey, I've started a CBD regimen. And, uh, you know, either I want to get off some of these prescriptions, or I just want to take this for overall health. Whatever it is, you should always just tell your doctor you're doing CBD.
1: Yep, I agree. And I think there's another thing, the government body that manages doctors these days that governing body recognizes that it's a lot more important for doctors to interact with their patients regarding cbd mm-hmm. so they let go they said you are allowed to interact with your client with your with your patient regarding cbd so what happened at the doctor's level your 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 practitioner's level is they had to become well informed And they had a vehicle for that, too. So you will find your practitioner both open to conversations with you and much more well-informed than they were, say, three years ago. Yeah. Maybe even two years ago because this all happened, I think, about two years ago. And, of course, you know, it took time for that process to take hold. But all physicians right now should be quite familiar with cbd and very open to these conversations with
2: you well i would hope yeah yeah a few years ago your doctor probably would have been like no mm-mm, no we yeah. don't have studies no this is not then but you should now, ask question why huh you why? should ask
1: why then why aren't you yeah why aren't you informed here yeah
2: right i mean listen the ecs system we talked about this the other day it's new in yeah. the world of medicine so that's why Maybe your doctor's not up to speed, but yeah. he should get up to speed.
1: And I'll even share, even the veterinarians mm-hmm. uh, have been released. Uh, again, they cannot yet prescribe it. Right. Uh, but they can now interact with their patients.
2: At least discuss it.
1: That is correct. Yes. So, And we are getting a lot of positive feedback from that world, that veterinarian world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So responses have been good there. So you can interact with your veterinarian as well. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting question: Will it help me quit overeating? Yeah. Now we know that this question and variations of this question are are have been pretty common.
2: Yeah. Well, everybody wants to find that um, you know get thin quick yeah. remedy, uh, and no, it's not going to help you stop over or quit overeating, but it. F- Usually, uh, overeating is some sort of, you're compensating for some sort of anxiety, something's going on, you, you know, you eat, uh, what do they say that I I need some uh, uh, home cooking, some... Oh, I can't think of the word right now. But you find it comfort. Food is comforting for mm-hmm. you if you're going through some sort of situation. Yeah. Some people go to alcohol. Some people go to food. You know, whatever it is, you go to, and CBD will calm down that anxiety that you're feeling. That now it's not going to take away your appetite, um, but it will calm down that uh, those urges to whatever, to gratify whatever. Thing you're going through. Okay. <laughs> that does not sound very... <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. I'm, I'm going to help. Not
2: a quick, it's not a quick get skinny... Uh, no. I, I had a customer ask me that the other day, and I'm like, no, it's going to make you feel better. So that you get up and you actually move your body and you're not just stuck in the house with anxiety or pain. And so you, if you get up and you exercise, then you will lose weight, but it's not going to, no.
1: I love you to death, but I'm still going to have to speed you up.
2: I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: All right. So, yeah, so I echo her thoughts. Please uh, be careful when somebody offers you... Up the promo CBD helps you lose weight uh, because right now there's still no studies that have any validity to that at all. But I am going to read you a study very quickly and then we'll move off of this. Cannabidiol inhibits sucrose self administration by CB1, CB2 receptor mechanisms in rodents. So this is as far as they've gotten. And by the way, this was a very recent study. Okay. All right. All right. A growing number of studies suggest therapeutic applications of CBD recently. Uh, however, uh, so pharmac- pharmacological actions and mechanisms by which CBD exerts its effects are not fully understood. Here we examined the effects of CBD on oral sucrose self-administration in rod- rodents and explored the receptors' mechanism underlying CBD-induced behavioral effects. Now, really what this is going to come down to is taking together all of this, the present findings suggest that CBD may have therapeutic potential in the reducing binge eating and the development of obesity.
2: And how would it how does it do that?
1: Again, oh, very long here. Yeah. I can I no. can try to read through all this, uh, but I don't think today's show is the right one.
2: Yeah, I mean we can look into it further. If anybody
1: wants this study, it's a PMC ID number six nine two zero six one one. You are very welcome to Pull up this clinical research on your own, or you can request and we'll send one to you. Hmm. Okay. So again, potentially therapeutic to reducing binge eating and development of obesity. Okay. All right. Let's keep it going.
2: I mean, um, mm-hmm. We really have to save that one for a show topic because I'm right. sure the world is waiting for a get skinny quick remedy. Yes. I mean, we can, <laughs> remember,
1: so rodent studies is all I've seen so far.
2: Right. Gotcha. All
1: right, let's uh, let's uh, let me see here. Is CBD addictive? Mm. I think this uh, this is another area of concern for most. Uh, and I want to read. Where do I want to read this at? Addiction. Here we go. May I read a few things? Yeah. For you. Yeah. All right. July two thousand and nineteen clinical. Psychopharmacological Unit, University College, London, UK. The potential of cannabidiol as a treatment for psychosis and addiction. Wait a minute. CBD addictive. Wrong place. <laughs> Can't go there. So this would be the World Health Organization. Let's see. All right, all right, all right. Generally says several countries. I say. Tim's going to take over for a second while oh, I, I was going to say,
2: yeah. Um, is it addictive? So, I guess what I want to say to that is what is the definition of addictive? Does that mean that your body has to go through a withdrawal, a withdrawal of a substance to become an addictive substance? Uh, if that's the case, no. CBD is not addictive. Your body does not go through any withdrawal. Ah. It just doesn't feel good again. (laughs) So, in that form, I guess that form, it is addictive. I wouldn't want to go without it. (laughs) No, Um, but I could if uh, I had to. I
1: I would rather we go to chemical addictions. Okay. Because I would like to assume that that's what this question meant.
2: Right. We know THC, yes.
1: Well, here we go. So, stay on topic. So, Uh, Again, from the World Health Organization, statement 2018, it says, In humans, CBD exhibits no effects indicative of any abuse or dependency potential. Mm -hmm. Clear? Right. Right. Okay, and again, came from uh, the Expert Committee on Drug Dependence from the World Health Organization, which I'm I'm assuming they did a pretty pretty thorough Review before they made that statement.
2: Right. So again, under the definition of addiction, it it's, it's your body goes through substantial uh, side effects when you try and withdraw from it. Is that
1: indicative of any abuse or dependency potential? Means, yeah. Okay. Exactly that. It dependency. Right. You are we're now dependent upon it, and if you pull away from that, you're going to have some. You're going to have some. You're going to
2: go through hell, like an opioid.
1: All right. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can squeeze one more in before we take a break. When using CBD for sleep, how early should I take it? We know this one really well. Yeah. This one's one of the easier ones. Uh, I think uh, both Kim and I have consulted with many, many friends and family. Kim, Lots Ourselves. of patients, lots of, patient, <laughs> lots of uh, customers. Yeah. Uh, So lots of consulting experience here. So this topic was really easy for us to share. Mm -hmm. Uh, Feel free to go back to earlier episodes where we have talked about CBD for sleep. But for now, we'll just do some sharing.
2: Yeah, I I say again, if you're going to tincture your CBD, then you need to do it about... About 20 minutes to a half an hour before you want to fall asleep. Get if on. you're going to do an edible, such as a capsule or a gummy or anything, obviously that you ingest, then I would I would do it at least an hour before you want to go to sleep.
1: I would agree with you. I think you're spot on.
0: Woohoo, He agrees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so and, and remembering that uh, it works to turn your your sleep cadence clock back on.
0: Yeah. Right,
1: so this is why she suggests that you take it that time period right before sleeping because that's when your clock needed to help.
2: Right now, if you're looking for like uh, I don't know, like a, I don't want to say a quick nap, but you want to get to sleep quickly, then you will want to vape your CBD because or smoke it, how whatever the, the term is, uh, because you will feel the effects. It almost right. immediately.
1: Your respiratory system does absorb it almost instantly.
2: Right. And, and so you will fall asleep much quicker. But when you're vaping, inhaling CBD, it only lasts for about four hours. So okay. ingesting and tincturing, eight hours. Vaping, four hours. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Will I be groggy in the morning? No. Why? You know why, guys? This is not a sedative never was a sedative yeah it only worked with your body and here's a good statement we commonly get a most the most reaction from is it helps your body get back to where it was when you were like seven yeah where you could just sleep and wake up and you weren't concerned about sleep because your system worked really well and that's what CBD is trying to do, is go back in there and get your system to work again.
2: Yeah, get okay. that good pattern going. Get that good pattern. Now, if you buy a CBD product that has something else in it, like yeah, melatonin suggest, yeah. and all those other things, Different. then, yeah, you could wake up groggy.
1: All right. How much should I take is the last question on this topic. Mm-hmm. And how much did I take would be conditioned upon two things, from my opinion. That would be the amount of help you need.
2: Right. You what know, if you're a stressed severe? out
1: person... Uh, and, and you know, it's difficult to go to sleep or stay asleep, uh, I, I would say your dose is starting at 30 milligrams of CBD per dose.
2: Okay. I mean, I would say 25, but to 25, Beautiful. 30, We're you're close. good. Yes, All right. Yeah. What
1: else would you say then? D- other other things that would affect how much should I take?
2: How much should I take? Um, well, oh, and another thing, I, I'm going to just throw this out there. If you're doing alcohol... Um, the CBD might not be strong enough They'll to help that. you sleep because yeah. alcohol is always going to wake you up throughout the night. It, <laughs> it just is. is.
1: tends to have a pattern. Mm-hmm. Three Three, somewhere between three and four hours you're back up again because of alcohol
2: right yeah, yeah. i know
1: right? right and where do
2: we get this knowledge from everybody yeah everybody <laughs> and so it's, us and so, <laughs> I'm, so it's, it's
1: not we don't have clinical we we have experience <laughs> yeah
2: yeah but i yes. think 25 milligrams again a, that's a really good dose if you can start at a 15 milligram dose and it gets you through the night then economic awesome then you don't yeah. have to use that much cbd but yeah, yeah. 25
1: right. okay okay we are going to push for a break okay and then after we get through this break we've got some really good questions coming up next so you got to stay tuned for this
2: <laughs> all right
1: so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back
2: the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com
0: On the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at dot com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show.
1: Hey, welcome back, listeners. Let's keep going. CBD questions that everybody has. Yes. And we're doing our best to try to answer them in an unbiased and meaningful way.
2: hmm Let's keep going. Yeah.
1: All right. So I have a question here. Uh, my husband is addicted to the nicotine gum. Will this help him get off of that as well? And the answer is, let's read this. All right. Study called The Potential of Cannabidiol as a Treatment for Psychosis and Addiction, July 2019. ECS plays an important role in the path the pathophysiology of both psychotic disorders and substance use disorders. The non-psychoactive active cannabinoid compound CBD is a highly promising tool in the treatment of both disorders. Again, the Substance use disorder. So cannabidiol appears to have low reinforcing properties, which limited abuse potential and to inhibit drug-seeking behavior and to inhibit drug-seeking behavior. Other considerations such as CBD and... All
0: right,
1: reduces anxiety. Properties and minimal... Adverse side effects also support its potential viability as a treatment option for a variety of symptoms associated with drug addiction. All right, listen, the answer that came from that clinical study suggests that, yes, it can be used. It is capable of interacting with that drug-seeking characteristic, okay? All right, and we have another question relative to this. Uh, and this person was very clear. I smoke three to five times. Uh, I, I smoke three to five a day. More if I'm drinking. Been smoking for 30 years. I want to quit and be healthier. What would you suggest? Now, when I when I heard I smoke three to five a day, I'm not really sure what that means, three to five cigarettes or three to five packs.
2: Oh, my gosh. I hope it's not packs. I would say uh, that maybe... I don't want to say there's a small fib in there, but um, three to five cigarettes a day and then more if she's been drinking dream- or he or she, I don't know what it has been. Okay. Um, and doing that for 30 years. I'm going to say whew, the 30 years is really um, that's a long time to be smoking. Um, I'm going to suggest a. Uh, At least 25 milligrams twice a day, and then I would also suggest a vape pen so that that hand-to-mouth habit also gets taken.
1: Let's give a little clinical first, and then I want you to repeat that because uh, Kim does. She leads a lot of quit-smoking, what would you call those?
2: We call it kick the habit kit in the yeah, store but so, smoking ses- sensation or cessation.
1: Sh- or Yeah so she does <laughs> a lot of consulting in this area so yeah. but I wanted to start with some clinical reviews. So CBD is mostly studied for the effects of neurocognitive processes and, and nicotine addiction. Also CBD has already demonstrated relief from symptoms related to nicotine withdrawal. There was a few studies you can see them on on the National Center for Biotechnology Information. Uh, study number one cannabidiol which is CBD reverses attentional bias to cigarette cues in human experimental models of tobacco withdrawal. Uh, the study was done in May of 2018, with a conclusion that suggested uh, after overnight tobacco abstinence, cigarette smokers administered CBD in comparison to a placebo, and showed a reduced, a reduced, noticeable and pleasantness or pleasurable of cigarette cues. Okay, so the cues were reduced. Uh, second study, cannabidiol reduces cigarette consumption in tobacco smokers. Preliminary findings, uh, this was PubMed. I know it was 2013, a little early. But over the treatment week, placebo treatment-treated smokers showed no difference in the number of cigarettes smoked. In contrast, those treated with CBD significantly reduced the number of cigarettes smoked by 40% during that treatment. Uh, so I want to share those two clinical studies. Again, I say I do clinical studies because they're unbiased, yeah, and they have to follow a very strict regimen in in order to post this study. We have learned that too. You can't just say whatever you want and have it show up on uh, on any of these national centers. Yeah,
2: no, okay? those studies are uh, very wonderful and very important. So
1: we have some clinical backing. Now back to you on yeah. the what to do.
2: So. Well, first of all, it, it doesn't matter. Well, the, the smoking or the gum, okay. you, it, you're addicted to the nicotine.
1: That's first okay. and foremost is the chemical. So
2: the first thing you absolutely have to do is make up your mind that you absolutely want to do this. Right. Because it's going to be a month of hell. <laughs> Depending Good on point. how addicted you are. Um, and I would absolutely suggest you stop smoking uh, marijuana if you are smoking marijuana. Because... Most of my customers go, yeah, I was doing great, and then I smoked some marijuana, and I wanted to smoke a cigarette. So don't smoke marijuana if you can for that, you know, first time, the first month. Don't drink alcohol. I know this is all terrible. Um, But... because those things are just going to bring down that I want to quit smoking. Mm -hmm. And if you get a couple drinks in, you'll be like, oh, I'm just going to have one or, oh, I'm just going to do this right now and then I'll be fine tomorrow. And no, your body's right back in it. So those two things, it's all about the brain. The nicotine and the brain are completely connected. Um, So you have to really tell yourself you're not going to do it. Uh, CBD again I'd say 25 milligrams in the morning and 25 milligrams at night to sleep and if you have a hand-to-mouth habit that you just really it's just bugging the heck out of you and you don't want to obviously again eat your way through quitting smoking which a lot of people go I gained so much weight um, get the vape cartridge and use it when you want to Go to the refrigerator and snack or you want to pick up a cigarette, you, you use the vape cartridge, the CBD vape cartridge, not the THC vape cartridge, Um, And that should get you about 30 days out, you should be feeling better. I mean, you're going to go through brain fog and irritability and sleeplessness and um, nausea and diarrhea. I mean, your body's just going to do, it's going to hit you with everything it can to make you want to give it nicotine. That's that's just what it's going to do. And it's going to take longer than 30 days, but we can at least wean you off of the 20, all the high CBD. We can kind of bring you down a little bit in the second month, and then hopefully we can wean you off that. And then you could. So it's a process, but you can do it. You really right. can with CBD. Okay.
1: All right. All right. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Uh, does cannabis harm the developing teenage brain? I thought that was a very good question. And... Parents should be asking that question. Why? Because the normal nature of adolescence is one of experimentation and risk taking. Yes. And there is a lot of cannabis around now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some might even say it's the perfect storm for a adolescent. Right? It's legal. It's everywhere. Yeah. All right. Although the majority of the brain development occurs before the age of five, the equally critical remaining 10% of the brain development constituting the final organizational phase of matura- uh, m- uh, maturation, extends well into the mid-20s. Yeah. I'm sorry, I am reading studies right now. Yeah. Uh, and this study mainly focused in on THC, by the way.
0: So yeah, not, I a, would not say a
1: ton out there for CBD. the other cannabinoids like CBD in the plant. Mm-hmm. It is well documented that cannabis use, cannabis use during adolescence, particularly early and frequent use, is strongly associated with negative long-term outcomes and psychiatric vulnerability and addiction risk. Okay, so that's what this study showed is long-term outcome, uh, negative outcomes and psychiatric vulnerability and uh, addiction risk.
2: Yeah. I would say absolutely no THC for um, a child under 25. I'm going to say 25 um, because you just have that frontal lobe development still occurring yeah, well, at then least that, that until might be, you're 25.
1: Yeah, That might be this statement here too. It is also now clear that high potency cannabis strongly predicts the odds of psychotic disorder, Mm -hmm. substantially altering the life courses of individuals as they head into adulthood.
2: Yeah, I, uh, who was I? Ta- I can't think of who I was talking to, but there are, you know, because rec- recreational marijuana is is mm-hmm. is out there now, that kids are having psychotic episodes because they're getting too much THC, right? And yeah. they're just you they're just not ready for it. I wish they would have made the the legal age a little bit older, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that, uh, but I believe for, for, yeah. for THC, it should be a little bit older. Yeah. Um, but CBD, again, I don't see any psychoactive components there that will bother a child's right. brain.
1: Well, and I, I, haven't, I haven't found a whole lot uh, in, in the, the library of uh, published clinical uh products either uh so uh, and i was talking to my uh my friend john from cbd emporium the other day and he suggested he had a lot of clients that would come in and buy cbd or hemp flower cbd flower to add to their thc flower so they would go to the dispensary first and but they needed to cut the thc down so they would then stop at a cbd store and pick up cbd flower and help cut that uh, potency down because it was probably very difficult. It's too to strong. <laughs> it's just too <laughs> yeah. darn strong. And, and by the way, in the THC world, that's, that's what they're all driving at. Yeah. I bet it's going to change, though. Okay, well, let me keep going.
2: Yeah, I read some article the other day that the government is trying to put a cap on Yeah,
1: that's probably that. smart. Yeah. All right, do you ship to Canada? The answer is still sadly no. No. There is no, and if you want uh, a, a more in-depth answer, it's hell no
2: well at the border
1: they're very serious about cannabis and they treat cannabis as across the board so yeah hemp and marijuana
2: yeah not australia either i had that question yesterday sorry
1: all right (laughs) uh let's see here are cbd and marijuana the same cannabis plant uh i'll give you the in-depth answer no no no
2: to is the lemon the same as the orange No, or the grapefruit no it's it's in the same family that's
1: all right that's it all right just quick one on this the uh marijuana plant it's short it's got lots of leaves it's uh, when i say short three feet yeah is a fairly average uh it's very big bushy very dense very low to the ground pretty plant
2: yeah
1: uh the hemp plant looks like a miniature tree
2: yeah Think Laurel and Hardy, I guess, right? <laughs> there you
1: go. Yeah, so, um, oh, and the growth cycles are way off. So long growth cycle for the marijuana plant, it could be a year, the, the hemp plant, three months. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's move it on. Do CBD products contain THC? There are three forms of CBD products on the market today. There are isolates, CBD only, that molecule all by itself. Then there's what they call broad spectrum.
2: That's a THC fro- product, the isolate, all by itself.
1: That is a CBD-free, uh, it's Th- a CBD only Th- with Th- no THC. In right, it. right. Okay. Uh Broad spectrum it means they left all the cannabinoids of the plant in your product. CBG, if there is any, CB, CBA, and- if there is any. Uh, and and plant terpenes, but they did a process to remove any of the THC molecule, and then finally full spectrum, which is the plant. So if you're asking about the normal natural plant of the hemp uh, hemp plant, yes, it does have THC in it. But again, it goes to the earlier study that we talked about, non-detected. The Farm Bill provided that you cannot grow or you can't you can't harvest your crop if it tests above Mm 0.3% THC. So THC is a natural recurring molecule in that plant, but uh, through our ability to manage it, they won't harvest it if it goes above 0.3. Remember your average uh, on the market right now uh, at a dispensary of marijuana is in that what, 35%?
2: Oh uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's very high. But yeah, in the hemp plant, in a CBD, full-spectrum CBD product, it's there. Again, it's not anything you're going to feel, yeah. but it's in there.
1: And the next question kind of went along with this one. What is the difference between the hemp and the marijuana? Same thing. And, so I, and I'll just tell you one other thing, and I can move on to these other questions so we can finish strong here. Um, the marijuana plant. Because it was so low to the ground, it had such beautiful leaves and flowers, it was appetizing to the nearby animals. It produced high levels of THC to defend itself because an animal would go to eat it and then you know, like, out. like the rest of us, we'll <laughs> pass out somewhere. And then they would become food to their predator uh, up the chain.
2: So, it, so I guess it was just common it. knowledge: don't eat that over there. That
1: is correct. And the hemp plant obviously. did not need to do this. It's an, uh, a long, ugly plant. Leaves aren't very close to the bottom. It's it, it was did not need to put a self defense mechanism like high amounts of THC, okay? So I thought that might be help, that understanding of the difference between those two plants. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is CBD legal? That was a good question and has been answered in a lot of different ways, but we just thought we'd simplify it for you. Federally, CBD is legal. It was passed, uh, Farm Bill of 2018, as long as it conforms to what we spoke about earlier which has a thc content less than 0.03 which is non-detected i'm sorry 0.3 which is non-detected so you're not going to get a hold of any cbd that has any more than that unless you are not buying it through an approved source right right? all right just want to make sure that's clear now so cbd is legally is is legal federally <clears> two <throat> how about we go through a couple of the uh, sections of the states? All so right, we yeah. have we have uh, one, two, three, we have eight or seven states that are fully illegal still
2: with, with CBD Yes
1: yeah, with all, with cannabis in general. Oh okay now here is you have to go to each one of these states because they all have something that is in the works. Okay uh, right They all have been voted and things are going through the hopper. Uh, if you are in Alabama, Idaho, Kansas, Nebraska, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, or Wyoming, check in with your current state position. If you are flying to these places, check in before you bring your hat, your stash. Okay? All right. If you are Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, District of Columbia, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Vermont, Washington, Montana, and South Dakota, giddy up, fully legal.
2: Yeah. Okay. Both cannabis. Both. I mean, both THC and. Or, or, how There's do we a say couple. That
1: Montana and South Dakota have a little few issues. Some of these might just, you know, have a little intricacies. You can check in with your own states.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: But for the most part, that's whatever. And then, <coughs> if I did not call your name, <laughs> you are mixed. What that means is. You may only be CBD. You may only be medicinal. You may only be, okay? So check in with the state if I did not call your name. Right. There is some intricacy there that you probably need to be aware of.
2: Well, I'm, I'm pretty much all my customers that call in go, oh yeah, I, gosh, I wish we were legal, but we're just not there yet, so. Yeah,
1: yeah for instance, Georgia, CBD only. Indiana, Iowa, and Kentucky, CBD only. Mm-hmm. Utah, Virginia, and Wisconsin. CBD only. I'm not suggesting that they might have some other play going on in the cannabis uh, legal world, but I am not aware of it. I just pulled this as a current as of April
2: 2021. Cool. One th- one thing I'd like to say, yes, yes, definitely. That's cool. Um If you are buying CBD for the first time, and I know it's very inconvenient to go to a CBD store, and hopefully you have one, and I feel bad for those people that don't have one in their state, but um, go to a store. You're just going to get so much more knowledge and a better product. I have so many customers that are still calling me saying, I, I, I don't even know how I ordered this product, but it... Uh,
1: all right, yeah. And in June 11th, we're going to have a show just on that topic. So good. stay tuned. June 11th, okay. we will have a show just on that. And it's like how to get more CBD when you go to a uh, CBD store.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: is it okay to give CBD to my dog? And if so, can he have the CBD I take? The answer is all mammalians have a endocannabinoid system. The, and if your CBD is compliant then you just have to be considerate, considerate to the species of your animal. For instance, we know that dogs have a lower tolerance of the cannabinoid THC. Yes. So you want to minimize that. I didn't say get rid of it. I no. said minimize it. Uh, other animals, you really should. This is an opportunity you can consult with your veterinarian. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of people are using CBD for dogs.
2: Yes, yes, Lots. yes. Lots. And I, you
1: can use yours because uh, the only thing that might differ is added ingredients. That's
2: the, If you are taking a pure CBD oil with only MCT in it, it doesn't have terpenes, it doesn't have flavoring, it doesn't have any of those other things in it, then right. you can share the, your bottle with your dog.
1: Good, good, good. I like that.
2: Well, dogs uh, just have allergies. I mean, I yeah, I wouldn't give good my point. dog. Good a, point. I don't know what terpenes my dog's allergic to, and yeah. I don't know what flavorings. So, and no.
1: Very smart. I went way too quick. You you are absolutely correct. Yeah. And then that same questioning, that line of questioning that you went through, you should be doing that when you have other species. Yeah. Like you're talking about your cat. You're a, and then you you got a bird, or you got a. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta ferret. Right. Maybe you have two ferrets.
2: Uh oh. We know somebody <laughs> like that, don't we? Anyway, yeah, I would say just, just make sure that your C B D is just literally just C B D and M C T oil or grapeseed oil, whatever yeah. the carrier is. I've seen salmon oil, I've seen it that's fine. Just don't uh, just don't add don't give your C B D to your dog if it has flavorings and stuff in it.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I want to, this is a good time to segue to our show next week. Mm-hmm. Our show next week is actually going to be Pets and CBD.
2: Oh, yeah. Yay.
1: You know, it's, with, with, with the world the way it is today and all of us starting to emerge out of our, you know, we've been hibernating for, you know, in a whole year. We're merging, back, we're getting out. People are getting vaccinated and dogs are going, what the hell changed? Where why, why are you going? Why, why, am I, why am I here by myself all of a sudden?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, have right, a, I so, do have an uptick in those customers yes, that I are going with, they having anxious dogs because they leave now.
1: Right. So we're going to have a show on that next week uh, to help you. If you are in that position, that'll help you out. <laughs> I want to say thank you all the listeners for supporting your, sending in your questions. That was very helpful to everybody. Mm -hmm. I want to thank the team for helping us put together the answers and the clinical reviews for those questions. And, Kim, thanks for your uh, participation in today's show. All right. Stay tuned next week for our show on pets and CBD. And that's a wrap for today's CBD Ed show. This is Ed.
2: And this is Kim.
1: Helping you with the future of health and medicine.
2: Bye. Bye, everybody.